Hello everyone and welcome to this special crawl edition of the Ben podcast. So today we'll be doing crawl only for two straight hours. First I want to start start talking about the politics of the crawl of the crawl planet. The differences between Prince Colwyn and the princess. <laughs> He's doing a joke, everyone. Well, you guys, He's doing, in case you, you couldn't tell. He's oh, doing a joke sorry. about crawl. Sorry guys. <laughs> I am your host for this week. We won't be doing crawl at the moment because i'm joined by danny james christian yeah sorry guys i thought we we said last week i could talk about crawl no i don't think we promised that we did i'm back i'm back in my back back. where he belongs back in your little little lair yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'd love to say this is the end of technical difficulties but you know we're making no promises here. Yeah. No. So today, in the with the recent announcement or rumours that Chris Evans may or may not be returning as Steve Rogers, I was going to say Trevor then, Steve Rogers, <laughs> Captain America. Um, quickly, does anyone have a quick opinion on that piece of news that maybe he shouldn't do it, even though he had already said... That he wasn't going to do it. It's less than two years. Yeah, it's the body's uh, still warm, kind of thing. I'm a big advocate of any idea can work if done right, but I don't want it done yet. (laughs) 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 Just not yet. Like, go on, have some faith in all this new stuff that they're trying and announcing. And if it really plummets and really doesn't work, then look at going right now. Let's go back to what did work, but it's way too soon. He had a really nice clean arc across all the films the arc was done he made it back in time he settled down with peggy we don't need to see any more of what he's doing i agree so because of that potentially made his legacy being ruined we're going to take a look at for our first big topic of the day actors who have reprised a role but maybe they shouldn't have (laughs) this is a warning chris maybe (laughs) and robert down if chris is coming back downey's coming back just putting it out there i put it out in the ether now so it's going to happen i put it out into the don't do the content ether (laughs) (laughs) it's out there he's not coming back there's rumors we'll see he already came back back. (laughs) (laughs) so shall shall i begin as actors who should not have reprised their roles i'll start off with one that i definitely think shouldn't have happened and i might hypothesize one to you guys later depending on which time i don't think ian mcdermid shouldn't have returned the second time (laughs) he reprised the role of palpatine in the rise of skywalker the rise of skywalker i don't think we've ever talked about this film on the podcast (laughs) so we're still on the rise of skywalker train it's been over a year since it came out and it still hurts (laughs) (laughs) but how how did palpatine return somehow (laughs) (laughs) and that's all the explanation you need why why do any more than that really that's that's it like as like dark magic, only the Sith know. Or like whatever Charlie Cloning. from Lost spouted out. Cloning dark magic. Um, yeah. I I I, re- I think the main reason why he shouldn't have returned is because then the writers of the film would have had to have thought of like trying to do something else. Like you had, what makes like it makes less sense because like at the end of Last Jedi, of course, you've got now an unhinged Kylo Ren. He's clearly your villain. He's gone full evil. He's clearly like a spoiled brat with the with just this empire at his disposal to wreak havoc. That's quite a lot to deal with. And then they just like just chuck him in because <laughs> of obviously in JJ's original plan it was Snoke who was going to be the villain, and they just scribbled out Snoke again <laughs> and then put Palpatine in it, and then just kept the script. And it's just like. and like it just and also it it for me it totally devalues the original trilogy and anakin's sacrifice of destroying palpatine and the whole point of defeating the empire but yeah brought and it's just like oh it wasn't even palpatine was it it's a clone of him it's a is it though 
do you know what I mean? Like, is yeah, it... it was always very, very unclear as to what exactly that he was. You know, how was he really? Was he tied to the original emperor? Is it a whole new guy? What is it exactly that we're actually looking at here? I'm not it's sure just a how clone. the I'm not sure how the clone just thing clone. worked though. Like, is it like it had to be a perfect clone, and then his like I don't know Sith soul or whatever flew into his body, and dumb. that's how he had his memories back of. It was just really dumb. Wasn't like, was it? he was they... it even worth it? Did he do anything new that like warranted? No, it was a very it's a cynical marketing decision because the Last Jedi was kind of poorly received, especially by the fan fan base uh, by and large, and and they just cynically thought, right, we need to rescue this franchise. We need to rescue the Star Wars universe. What do people like? What's been memed to death over the past like, decade? Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, all right. Sorry, Palpatine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is it? Palpatine. I can, I can never, ever remember what it is. It's I, don't, I, I don't get how you can't remember because it, it's, it's never not debatable that it's not anything other than Palpatine. <laughs> it's kind of Palpatine has been ingrained no. in his memory. I think it is. It's like it's hard anyway, to unlearn something once it's that. That's ingrained. exactly it. I can't, like, I can't do I it. Think Palp- I think Palpatine's better. It's like... It's like the way, Marlon Brando, the way Marlon Brando says Krypton is way cooler. Krypton. Only, only he can say Krypton. Like, it just sounds cooler <laughs> the way Marlon Brando yeah. says it. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the biggest waste to bring him back, Ian McDermott, as Palpatine, was they had him literally fire lightning up into the air and not once did he say unlimited power. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're gonna if you're going to have him regurgitate dialogue... Like the many the powers some consider unnatural, yeah. At least do the meme stuff. Yeah, come, come on. on. My favorite thing about his whole return and all that is when he drains Ray's force power, and you know it heals him. He grows back his fingers. Whatever we've seen that the force can heal him. It also changes his robes red. Because why not? <laughs> yeah, he gets <laughs> a lo- he gets lovely a... little silk lining <laughs> yeah. on his robes, yeah. isn't he? Like he's got fashion, and he's asked his little cronies to like at least make me a better robe. Like, come on, this is a dingy thirty-year-old robe. It's a singed robe. Got to put some, some flair in it. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait for the spit. I can't wait for the spin-off where he somehow comes back again, and we get to see him drain someone different each episode, and his robe just gets more and more pimped out. Yeah, like it's the Mandalorian. It's don't count it out that Palpatine will come back to the no, Mandalorian. By episode twenty, it's Palpatine and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's got flares. And... It'll be like Kenny from South Park. He just like he's back. Well, he's, that is the problem when, when you do stuff episode. like this and you bring someone back without good reason or good explanation. It just opens it up to now any character they can just go. Oh, somehow he returned. Somehow yes, they came I was back. Say it's the same that, problem. Sorry, Christian. Uh, they'll, they'll just bring him back. Like like I said, he's definitely going to... like Ian McDermott has said that he loves playing Palpatine and he will always say yes to coming back, which is now in Disney's head as, oh, well, we can just use Palpatine whenever. <laughs> you know, we need a bad guy. We'll just use Palpatine. Yeah. He's going to come back. He's just going to be draining people's powers left, right, and center. They're going to invent new powers for him. He's going to turn up looking like Macho Man Randy Savage in his new bright robes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> I got your Ray for three minutes. <laughs> You're going nowhere. <laughs> like it's like it's like it's so it's such tunnel vision thinking. It's just like what James was saying about bringing power team back. They don't think about the wider context. I think other people, you guys suggested, this might be the same thing. Like having Ray do force healing. Oh, you've got, you've, you've got to consider, it, like, we'll other just... Jedi's not having this power. Like when it's just. We could moan and moan and moan. So much has been said about this film on the internet as well, and it's like with good reason because it's just garbage. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, in theory, like Palpatine coming back. I did it. I said it right. Well done. You said, it, you um, said it wrong, Danny. Come on, let's commit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Emperor Palpatine coming back is, in theory, not necessarily like the worst idea. It might have worked in some of the parallel universe if they'd have planned it and thought thought about it and just actually applied some talent to the whole writing process of that film and a bit of creativity and you know but didn't, that, they, didn't they, you they didn't... Danny like on the spot off camera say for Last Jedi you should have had Kylo and Rey they're all hunting this somehow this weird MacGuffin and then it like they then all discover at the end that it was Palpatine coming back or something I think you just quickly threw it out like you could have had the Last Jedi be the characters are looking for something 
this old relic or whatever and they think they think maybe it's to do with luke and it's like oh no it's actually the biggest evil in the galaxy yeah man that, i remember uh, yeah I remember and then you leave off for nine with palpatine's return yeah it could have been great it could have been really it could have been really intriguing that way you'd be like oh shit it's actually like imagine that as a reveal you know they finally find like what they've been looking for this treasure or whatever thinking it's going to be something like luke's thinking it's going to be positive and it's Emperor Palpatine, and what an amazing setup to the third film that would be. Everyone would be like, "What the hell?" That you know, and and it would be really good. Maybe that is how it Better happened. Than what it was. Maybe that is uh, how it yeah. happened. It just happened off screen, and that's what they meant by the word somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think what the biggest shit show of Palpatine <laughs> returning is the fact that it didn't get like an. It properly explained in the films, the most explanation came in a fucking Fortnite event. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> like, that is the world that we're living in now, yeah. where to get all the content, you have to go into Fortnite at a certain time. What yeah. a joke. It's just insane. Yeah, it's uh... actually that actually gives you context to the film i hate that kind of kind of stuff star wars is off doing shit like that and people are coming from marvel and saying that that's not real cinema fuck off (laughs) well it isn't like anyway um... but yeah it's just i think like people are so riled up about rise of skywalker because it just reminds everyone how how phoned in everything is at the moment how people are just kind of oh, just do the bare minimum and we'll still make billions. It doesn't really matter. And it's like no one really has any like actual passion for these things like they, they seem to have done in the past. Like there was a genuine passion behind. Like I don't doubt that a lot of the people who worked on the Star Wars sequels had a genuine passion and had genuine talent. But there's this kind of like, it's always the studios that come in and interfere and say, no, we need it actually. We need it to be like this and we want it to be like this and no, bring this person back. And it's like this constant fight against what's focus tested and what's kind of going to what's going to sell the most and make the most short-term profit and it's like just soulless and rise of skywalker sum that up so say, no, like say what you will about last <laughs> <laughs> say what you will about last jedi and you know you might not like what it did but it made decisions and it stuck to them like it did something it didn't yeah. just phone it in fair enough yeah i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to go next i i can start off because you know in a similar vein to characters just coming back after years i don't think anyone could claim that it wasn't sad just watching harrison ford in kingdom of the crystal skull yeah like to bring him back and just put on it essentially the tagline for that film might have been kingdom of the crystal skull come look how old harrison ford is now (laughs) like it's just really upsetting to take such a break from last crusade which again is a really nice round off they literally ride off into the sunset it's really nice and then to just bring him back and show us two hours of him trying to run around and keep up with it all like they make an effort to show that he's not as good as he used to be i don't want that that's not the point of the indie character part-time it's you're a a teacher (laughs) it's it's one of those films where you can like you can feel that the the actor is purely there because they've been offered the biggest paycheck possible and oh yeah, Harrison's even ha- said that. Yeah, Har- Harrison <laughs> yeah. Ford. Like it's it's the way he delivers lines. You know, they'll they'll have like callback lines. And he's like, oh, snakes. Why would it have to be snakes? <laughs> it's like, yeah, whatever. Hand me my money. Where's the cra- <laughs> where, where's the craft table? <laughs> it's like I don't have the biggest problem with um, Harrison returning as Indiana Jones. It, it was his use in that film that bothers me the most. When you like, you yeah, you can't have him running around being indie. You, you you even had it proven that Sean Connery did it well. Like you just have Indie B Sean Connery. He is older, and you have the new. You have Shia. Well, it would have been Shia LaBeouf. You have Shia LaBeouf be the Indie, and have you know short uh, Indiana be the more reserved, uses his brain rather than his brawn because he's an mm. older Indiana now. And even like even like what the defo- what makes Indiana Jones? What defines Indiana Jones? Like. Why does he have to wear the same outfit? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking then. Like, he could keep almost... the hat, 
but like he could wear just like there's there's like he wore like there's quite a good sequence in that film where he'd have the bike chase he's just wearing the gray suit just keep him in a suit but people want to see the whip uh ben people want to see the hat and the and on the, the costume they, because the character's just the costume and that's what exactly. all people are what, interested what makes indiana yeah, jones I mean, is it the whip or is it the man after it's after, the whip <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it the, out. it's definitely the whip, it's the whip. It's the whip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after all these years he still managed to hold on to that hat. The amount of times he's almost lost it. I'd love. Yeah, I yeah. would. I can't tell if it's a good idea if there was a bit where he opens a cupboard and there's just loads of hats. I like, was just <laughs> thinking this. I was going to say, is that is that a good idea? Is it this should be the same? I don't know. I don't know. If it's, a good Be- idea. it's better than him opening a fridge. Oh god. god! Why do you have to bring Damn. that up? There's there's so much wrong with this film. I think maybe that's the other reason I just wish he hadn't come back with. Don't don't sully the name of Indiana Jones with this film. Yeah, he should have looked at the script script and said, "This isn't worth it, guys." So we're all looking forward to Indiana Jones Five, yeah? When Harry- yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. If they do well, like I a young indie, or they do a new thing, they do an actual reboot. Don't bring Harrison Ford back for it. No, no, Harris- think- Harrison Ford's already coming back. Yeah, I yeah, think they is. probably yeah. need to but bring Harrison him Ford and, back. Him and the CGI Prairie Dogs both coming back for private roles. <laughs> it's a wise decision, though. I think George and Steven Spielberg aren't involved. I think I actually think that's a good idea. It's James. It's James Mangold who's actually on a hot streak with Logan and um, Ford versus Ferrari. He's on like a run now. He's on a creative run, and I think it's new blood. And I think Steven and George, like Steven, hasn't made a good film. I'd argue in like twenty years. He's, like he's, a properly a... good, a properly mm. like, he hasn't, he's peaked, he hasn't been as good as Saving Private Ryan, which was 24 years ago. I like Minority Report and Catch Me If You Can, which was after, but Saving Private Ryan, he hasn't peaked since he's peaked then. Yeah, he's never talked from Saving Private Ryan Yeah, since. yeah, that's, that's the word I was fucking looking <laughs> yeah. for. <laughs> I, 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 look at, I look at modern Steven Spielberg films and I'm like... I'm just not, you know, I, I, I looked at stuff like the BFG and Ready Player One and I was like, I'm just not excited for these films. Looking at his filmography though, yeah, you're right, Ben, he's kind of, there's been a few, there's been a lot of good films in there, but nothing like, you know, classic, like in it when, when he was in his prime, basically. You got your Jurassic Parks, you know, you got your Indiana Jones, obviously. Don't you, um, Private Ryan was the your last ETs. classic. I, I, I honestly can't believe that Harrison Ford. I mean, I, I, God knows how much money they've offered him, but I can't believe he's coming back to do it again. I mean, I saw a joke article the other day um, that was it was something like Harrison Harrison Ford was asked what in uh, what uh, Han Solo's favorite color was, and he replied with, "I wish George Lucas was dead." <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many great Harrison Ford interviews where people he's a ask very him. Funny guy. Yeah. yeah, it's like the the classic one is like, so you know who really did shoot first, Han or Greedo? Oh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need to kind of like lean into that for the next film, like make him a bit of grumpy, make him like not a complete carbon copy of Sean Connery's character, but like just like actually advance his character in some way. There was something a, a little bit almost tragic about him going around in his Indiana Jones suit from when he was in his 30s, you know, and he was in the prime of his life as an adventurer. He's he's now at 20 years later and he's still kind of dressing up. He's dressing up yeah. and it's just sort of kind of, there's just something like... It's the air of that, the, the dad in his 50s who's just got divorced. He buys, <laughs> yeah. he buys a sports car again and puts on his old yeah. leather jacket from the 80s. It's that, it's yeah. that air of it. Yeah. It's, um, like, Red Letter Media put it well, didn't they, know, when they said that, they did a review of it, a Plinket review, and they said that, um, you know, the whole thing with Indiana Jones is that, you know, you watch that original trilogy and, like, you want to be Indiana Jones, you know. You, that's kind of like, he's a cool character and you want a kind of people live vicariously through these characters essentially when it comes down to it and then kingdom of the crystal skull you don't want to really be (laughs) indiana jones in that film you know he's not someone you want to kind of you know emulate or role play as if you're a kid or whatever so it's sort of you know yeah so they need to kind of get they need to kind of figure out how they can still have a harrison ford in the next film and also have someone else that sort of honestly bring him in and have him play Harrison Ford esque role of he's Indiana Jones and all these people are like oh you've seen all this crazy shit like oh what was it like you know finding the Ark of the Covenant he's like I don't care I'm done with this like that was years ago I don't I'm done like just let me live my life let me retire Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was so bad for just adding insult to injury on top of everything that Indiana Jones is like they they just pile it on with like bad CGI 
dodgy writing and then finish the whole thing with aliens. <laughs> Brilliant. Knowledge was the real treasure that they were hunting. Oh. <laughs> Would anyone like to go next to move this along? Um, so my selection is um, it's based off a, um, a character returned for a film, actually, which was uh, a spin-off from a television series. So this ties into our previous podcast, interestingly enough. that if you want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plug. Yeah, so I don't think uh, Aaron Paul should have returned as Jesse Pinkman. Oh! That's a great shout. This is going to... Interesting. Yeah, Let's yeah, talk. Yeah. Christian, leave the room for, for like 10, <laughs> like 10 minutes. It's fine, you can talk about it. We, well, we already spoil it, so you might as well just go all in. Actually, to be fair though, I'll, I'll say this now, Christian, you absolutely should watch the show at some point. We'll talk about the film, which is, don't even bother watching it. It's a waste of your time. Brutal. Well, These are brutal takes. I didn't, I mean, like, yeah, I was looking, when it was announced that they'd be, they'd be making a film, that was a sequel to Breaking Bad and also tied into Jesse's story. I thought, I just thought, no, no, that can't work because I'm sure you guys will agree. Jesse's story ended perfectly uh, well. Yep. Leaving it ambiguous. Sorry, Christian. It's fine. <laughs> it's a dragger through the heart every time. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, when I saw the announcement for this film, I I'd already knew the ending and I was like, it was like they're doing a sequel film to Breaking Bad. And I was like, didn't he die? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah. Leaving it ambiguous, that final shot of Jesse was perfect. Like it couldn't have ended on a better better note. It was so like, you know, it was just so perfect. And bringing him back and filling in the oh, let's see what he did after that. No, just no. And like, you know. But I sat down and watched the film anyway, hoping that it had kind of justify its existence and it didn't really i mean the film was fine yeah it's very very safe yeah Yeah, i think i think everyone could have predicted where it was where it went but yeah you could predict where it ends because it's the exactly same situation that the tv show ended in yeah like Like, yeah yeah. it's this thing i mean you know the the series ends in a certain way and it's it's the classic ending of it sets up where they're going you don't need to see it but that is where that character's going. And then the film just goes, oh, no, let, let's show that. Let's let's make it abundantly clear exactly what happened after. It's like, you don't need to. Like, it was it was implied and assumed. Yeah, totally. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, it was just like, a, it, it, it doesn't necessarily, like, damage Breaking Bad in the same way that Rise of Skywalker damaged the originals. <laughs> Rise <laughs> but, of Skywalker damaged Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it reverberated through the entirety of like film history. Um, but it just sort of... It was a story that didn't really need to be told. I didn't need to hear anything more from that character. I didn't really need anything more from that world. You know, I really like Better Call Saul, although I've not caught up with the n- new series. Really good. But that adds to the Breaking Bad yeah. kind of world, and it's yep. a prequel. And you are finding out, like, little bits You find out about... what happened to Saul afterwards. Yeah, exactly, and it really does yeah. work, because Saul on his own is an interesting character with an interesting backstory, as it happens, which you wouldn't have imagined by watching Breaking Bad, really. Yeah, because it's, it's very much a caricature in... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out that it's a really good series and it stands on its own. Whereas, like, I think, I don't think Jesse is that type of character. Like, like I couldn't imagine a series, a spin off of Jesse on his own. Like, um, you know, I don't think there's an, although he was a really interesting character, I don't think there's enough there. And by extension, a, f- a whole film based on, on him and what happened after Breaking Bad, it doesn't quite, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm not sure I care enough. It so just, maybe it just felt, shouldn't have yeah, it just felt very like yeah, it just felt like yeah, okay, of course he'd do that, he'd grab that, and he'd exactly, go there, yeah. and all right, yeah, I I kind of thought he'd be all right, and I didn't need. It felt it almost there's this air of like maybe they buckled to fans saying no what one was asking him? for it though, man. Like, not, no one was okay. asking for it. I mean, maybe they were. I don't, it had that but, air about it, like oh, if you're all wondering, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. people were excited once it got announced, but I don't know that there was a massive campaign or lobbying for it to be made. But it it it, it wasn't offensively bad. It didn't ruin anything, like Dan said. But it just kind of finished, and I went, "What was the point?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the prequel sections, uh, not not the prequel, the flashback yeah. sections in within the film, um, 
you know oh with fat todd yeah (laughs) which was not to like you know not to not to sort of have a go at the guy for putting on weight or anything but it was sort of like jarring that they that he had he had put on a lot of weight and this was supposedly set set at a time when we know what the character looked like and he was a lot thinner and it was like this is obviously just like a film now like this is the actor and it's been filmed afterwards <laughs> this isn't like part it was very sort of like it took you out of the film a little bit but but uh, again i think that whole character that those whole sequences were kind of added because that actor has become a little bit more successful and oh jesse plemons yeah yeah that's it yeah I couldn't remember his name. And it's like, oh, yeah, let's get Jesse Plemons back on, on board because, you know, that'll bring in the viewers. And even though it doesn't, lo- like, logically make sense, it's in there anyway. It's in the script anyway. And, it, again, it's this idea of, like, f- it's been focus-tested. and It's the same but... with Jane. Like, she became Jessica Jones until they whacked her yeah. in. Did yeah. we have... I can't remember. Did we have... We had, Je- uh, we had Jane in it, didn't we? She turned up. Did she? Yeah. I don't really remember that. To yeah, be fair, I'll, I'll also admit I was watching the film, had to nip out to pick my friend up from the train station and then came back and finished it while my housemates were still watching it. So I missed a chunk <laughs> in the middle. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing that, like, slight spoiler for the film. So Christian, you can move your headphones if you want. You can stop listening if you want. Yeah. Skip to this time code. <laughs> they low-key clickbaited the entire film by being like oh walter white returns oh how is it and like it got all these theories people were thinking like oh was it that they found him dead on a like they arrived and the ambulance saved him and he's actually been back and he comes back because he's angry at jesse or whatever no it's a flashback they have one last conversation in a diner which didn't really add much oh is this on the is this on the internet yeah the internet like i i think they might have even announced that Brian Cranston came back. It was, I'm sure that we knew that he was coming back in some shape or form. And then it was just one flashback scene where they have a conversation in a diner that was probably, if you go back, pretty damn similar to another conversation they've had at another point. It didn't really add much. I was right. like, what a kind of waste but of see, speculation say, and time. I didn't know he was going to be in it. And so I would say, if it was internet speculation, you have only you have only yourselves to blame. <laughs> It for, might have been speculation, but I theories. thought Netflix had said he will be back, but I could be wrong. You wouldn't, I wouldn't. You wouldn't ruin it because it's like it's a, it's hidden almost in the film. I'd say mm. okay. it's the same with any theory on the internet. You've only yourselves to blame when your theory doesn't match the intention <laughs> of the filmmakers. So. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think he should have returned. No, to that up, it shouldn't have been really. made. Shouldn't have been made. Didn't was unnecessary. I think it's worth the watch though, Christian. The series you can come back is. in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did turn down my headphones. Ah, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Um, we're ready. You can go now, lad. <laughs> so, I did actually have trouble with this, um, and I would like to shout out my friend M for sitting up and tolerating me, trying to figure out what I was going to talk about today. My, mine is Bruce the Shark. He definitely should have come back for Jaws t- two, three, and four. Should have avoided. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 this was, yeah, they, closed was on, they closed off his character perfectly <laughs> and to him to return in such a dumb way somehow <laughs> Bruce real... has returned yeah, it was dark. he obviously that just took this cool. paycheck you know, got himself a nice <laughs> aquarium not to, spoil anything. <laughs> not to spoil anything but that's literally how the fourth film starts it's like the, the, the shark from the first film is back alive and it's like how <laughs> he was blown up well, so is Pal- Palpatine, and somehow... You almost said it wrong. <laughs> oh, um, it's a good answer, Christian, my, I like my, that. My... Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, my real, my real answer is from a, a recent set of films. There's only been two so far. There's definitely going to be more. Um, I don't think Michael Fassbender should have come back for Alien Covenant. Oh. oh. Um, Again, that whole film sh- I was just about shouldn't to have say. come back. <laughs> yeah um i i remember avoiding like i was a big fan of the alien films well the early ones anyway and i remember avoiding prometheus for years and then i saw a trailer for alien covenant and i was like 
you know what, this might be good, but it ties into Prometheus. So I'll watch Prometheus for the first time, and as it as the credits start rolling, I'll head to the cinema and watch Alien Covenant. So that's what I did. I watched Prometheus. Prometheus is not very good. <laughs> and one of the things that particularly felt off was I felt kind of like Michael Fassbender phoned it in at points. Like, he's a really good actor, but I felt like he was like, yeah, I'm going to be in an alien film directed by Ridley Scott. It's going to be sick. And then he read the script and was like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's not really an alien film, is it? See, that that's where I think I'm a Prometheus apologist. Oh. I need to rewatch it, but I I don't mind Prometheus because it's not an alien film. And the the the, the problem like Prometheus got dogged I don't think Ridley Scott ever said I was doing a new alien film. Everyone just said it's Ridley returning to Alien, the the universe, and everyone lost their minds thinking they were gonna get Sigourney Weaver again. And Ridley didn't want to do that. He wanted to do this film about these uh, these godlike huge white dudes, pale dudes, and then maybe he'll get round to the xenomorph. I think that was his creative vision. And then I think maybe the studio went, you have to do something with the alien. You can't, we've got to market this here. So then they shoved in that fake half halfway alien thing. And then I think Ridley just gave up and bowed to the audience, went, you want a fucking alien? You want me to just do alien? <laughs> Is it right? Is Alien Covenant? Yeah, it's shit. I know it's shit. I didn't want to do oh. it. Whatever. I just that's kind of the impression <laughs> I got. Maybe it's one of those things where he was like, "Look, I will make you an Alien film, but I'm going to make it so goddamn awful that you will never ask me to do another I, one." There that, is that, that, that. There is that vibe. Ridley is that guy to do that. <laughs> I was going to say that was my thing. I was watching it, and I was like, "Why did Michael Fassbender say yes to this?" Because he he come that like. Just one scene that I'm going to talk about. Michael Fassbender must have read it in the script and he still said, oh yeah, this is a great idea. And it's the scene with the two androids. It's the best scene! Talking to each other. And I I was so uncomfortable in the cinema as (laughs) he like places the flute in his mouth and says, you blow and I'll do the fingering. And I was like, what? Why has Michael Fassbender got sexual tension with himself? Because he's Michael Fassbender. Look at the man. It's so good. good I've seen an interview where they talk, him and Rudy talk, and they like it. They know what they did. It's that scene's mint. Yeah. Yeah. Shame about the rest of the film. Yeah. Like, obviously, Prometheus has faults. I'm not saying, like, I think it's, like, the most logical film, but I, I, I as an idea, and, you know, I appreciate yeah. it that it's not yeah. an alien film. But, yeah, I, it is illogical. I just think that, like, I, I watched Prometheus and I didn't think that Michael Fassbender was performing at the top of his game. It, it it did seem like he'd sort of read the script after he'd accepted the role and was kind of like, eh. Um, there, was, there was some lines where he wasn't giving it his all. In Alien Covenant, he seemed like he was... He, he seemed like he was putting more effort in, but, like, he read... Like, his character of David, I just think, was very poorly written. <laughs> and I... I he, he, I think he should have he should have read Covenant and been like, I'm sorry, I'm I don't want to come back. Yeah, like Ridley had like fundamentally it's like with Blade Runner, he fundamentally doesn't understand why Alien and Blade Runner works. Like <laughs> a- Alien, it works because it's uh, it, it is alien and it's unknown and it has evolved to become this perfect killing machine. For Ridley then to turn around and go, it was just created by some bloke called David. Do you get the reference because he's called David? You know, all this like creationism and all that stuff. It's like, that's not why it works. It's because it is alien. It is unknown. You don't need to explain it. And the whole thing with Deckard and is he a replicant or not? It's just you don't understand your own creation. It's the same like George Lucas doesn't understand why Star Wars works. It's not because of Medichlorians. It's because it's because of the adventure, and the yeah. characters. It's like these strange old men that don't know why it's good. Well, it's that thing of like you just make a film, and if it's good enough and people can enjoy it enough, people will just run with it. You don't need to over-explain everything, and then kind of. As those films get built up in pop culture, some people kind of go, oh, but but why does that happen? What causes that? And then they feel the need to over-explain it and do it all. Sometimes you just don't you don't need yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a eating snake thing. He yeah. does it because people have asked for it. And then, yeah, interesting, good point. Yeah, I, I just... 
like j- just to close off that like i i just feel like him coming back and doing a, a sort of a role that was written like it was it's just beneath someone as good as michael fassbender he does these roles every now and again and i'm like why are you doing this you don't need to do this mm. like you're you're a really good actor and i get that you want to work with ridley scott but I wonder you, if you, you want to work with past Ridley Scott. You don't want to work <laughs> yeah. with now Ridley Scott. I wonder if it, like it, 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 maybe he tempted Michael by saying, "Oh yeah, you know, you're, David was a good, interesting character, but I let you play two roles." And Fassbender's yeah, going, I mean, "Oh, I can show off my range. I can yeah. do different character. Like I'm, like, oh, I'm really great. I'm an actor. It's like it's that he like play me play to his ego. Maybe you you, 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 can, you can play two roles, and he's like, "Oh, great. That'd be fantastic." And he, he turns, he, he accepts, he turns up to set on day one and it's like, they're two androids that are almost exactly identical. And he's like, oh, God damn it. Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe, that was his, maybe that was his condition. He's like, I will play two roles on the condition that they want to fuck each other. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, because like, it's just annoying here when they had like the idea of that her, David and um, Rooney Mara. Yeah, yes, that'll do. Um, like we're flying <laughs> off no to idea. find those creators and then she's just dead off screen and there's like a youtube video explaining it and it's just like it's clearly ridley scott had an idea and the audience went we want the alien and he binned it off and just gave us an alien and then walked away it's so obvious to me honestly like i can't believe that that's what we've got so far and that he's still planning on doing two more and we got that instead of a neil blomkamp alien sequel which would have been great yeah it wasn't it wasn't uh rooney mara was it it was um it's Uh newbie rapace yeah yeah i always get them confused man (laughs) yeah because because they played the same character in yeah the dragon Dragon tattoo Tattoo. oh sake the remake yeah that's why and they do kind of look quite similar they got a similar vibe haven't they um I've got one I'd like James's opinion on. It could be cut. I just want to see what James... No one's ever said that before. Um, James, <laughs> how do you feel about... I can't, oh, I can't remember his name. Shit. Moving on. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about Clark from Smallville reprising his role in Crisis? I hated it. No. <laughs> I can't... Which way did I go? I think I was really excited for it when it first got announced, I was like, this is going to be cool. I'm really excited to see what they've done with this character. I then heard like the synopsis of what it was before watching it. And went, I hate that. That's awful. Why would you ruin the character like that? And then I watched the actual episode with context and, you know, not just hearing about it. I was like, okay, that's, it's quite nice, a bit unnecessary. Like it didn't need to be done, but it, it's a, it's a nice enough place to leave this character off on. Right. So I know a friend of the show, Carl like hates it. Yeah, and I haven't seen Smallville, so I thought, yeah, it's all right. It's like it, they're doing Superman two, where he walks away and yeah, lives on the farm. Essentially, and... yeah, like that's essentially what the scene is, and it's just a bit like it, it's quite nice just to see him be like, no, I've given up my powers. I'm just retired. This is who I am now. It's like okay, fair enough. Like it's nice, but just not. It's not necessary. Like. Smallville really ends in a similar way to Breaking Bad in that it just goes off and it goes, and that is where that character goes. And you just go, yeah, okay. And in my head, that's what happens, and I'm fine with that. I don't need to see it. I definitely don't need to see them scrap it. Fair. Does yeah. anyone have any others before I, we move on? I do have one more quick one that's in the same vein as like your Ian McDermott, the Harrison Ford, the uh, Aaron Paul. Uh, it's just someone who should have left the character alone they didn't need to come back it was unnecessary and that's orlando bloom for the entire hobbit trilogy <laughs> yeah that's a good uh, one actually. like they ruined legolas <laughs> yeah they, they took the whole legolas can do cool things to the illogical extreme yeah, yeah. They, oh dear he, he like i get you know like they were going to do the hobbit films that's fine so you know ian mckellen has to come back because Gandalf's in the book. Legolas is not in that book. Legolas is not anywhere in that book. I get that they were doing extra stories that had been written on the side. He did not need to be. They did not need to do the extra stories. Legolas yeah. did not need to be there. Yeah, it was, it, and this, like it got to the point where like 
it, 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 the, like they were the elves were just too good like every shot they every uh, arrow they fired like and it was and all these illogical shots and how and it just felt it's very silly very cartoonish and i think in the in the original trilogy lord of the rings it it's the fight he just about doesn't cross the line for me but then you have that scene from battle of five armies where he's hopping up on that falling bridge and it's just awful <laughs> yeah it's really poor and it, it's um just thank thank God Vigo didn't come back. Thank God Vigo didn't come back. He said no. Thank God. In the universe, it at least makes sense that I mean yeah. I've not seen the Hobbit, but like it, it, it's not a revival. The one thing that like winds me up is there's a plethora of characters who have just been brought back for the sake of it, like brought back from the dead. Like you shouldn't have had Colin Firth returning for the second Kingsman. There's loads in the MCU who have just let them die. Like, Phil Coulson yeah. should have been dead a long time ago, and they keep yeah, finding ways to bring die. them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, they, they come back and they do nice things, and it's kind of like, in the moment, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad this character's back. I'm enjoying watching them on screen again. But would I rather them be dead? Maybe, because don't kill, the, don't kill them if you're not going to keep them dead. Yeah, yeah. you've got to stick to... You have to have stake and have to have death matter, and yeah. Marvel yeah. movies... If, I, uh, they did it anyway because they've brought, they've made these, they've brought, they have these changing stones and realities and multiverses. Mm. People could come back anyway, but they ruined it previous by having death not mean a thing. Anyway. Like it, it is a thing in the comics that they've started doing in the Agents of Shield show, the point where I'm at, where they have what are called life model decoys. But it's it's really cheap way of a character will just be there. It, it, Nick Fury does it a lot in the comics where he'll be there and then someone will shoot him and everyone's like, oh, Nick Fury's dead. And then there's a reveal of, oh no, he was just a life model decoy. It was just a robot of him pretending to be fury he's actually off somewhere else perfectly safe it's like it's just a bit of a waste yeah, I, I, mean, I mean there's a a perfect robot chicken sketch that encapsulates that where it's uh like a dc themed one and it's batman giving a eulogy at green arrows <laughs> funeral and he's like no you know what screw this everyone always dies and you all find a way to come back i'm not doing this anymore i'm not doing these fake funerals <laughs> comics are rife with it yeah yeah um last one last quick one before we move on I wonder what um, friend of the show Derek thinks of David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson returning as Mordor and Scully in the X-Files. Uh, I've seen those revival seasons and I thought they were pretty average to, like, not for it. And then I saw, the, I've started watching the original show and it's miles better. And I wonder what, as a fan who's maybe watched all of it, what do people think of Mordor and Scully returning um, to the X-Files? I think that'd be quite, see what he make, makes of that. All these revival shows and characters coming back and stuff, you know, Legolas, um, Pal- Palpatine, etc., etc. <laughs> it's all just kind of like it's when it's when the writing gets to the point where it's like they're just condensing down these characters into the tropes everyone everyone knows of that character. Uh, David from Prometheus, same thing. It's like what what do people want from uh, an alien film? Oh, an android. That's kind of a bit. Like, we don't really know his motives and, oh, what do we want from Lord of the Rings? What do we want from Legolas? Oh, he, he skateboarded down that uh, set of stairs in, in, uh, in uh, the two towers. We'll have more of that. Oh, what, you know, and it's like just, it's just making these characters, bringing these characters back in a shallower version of what yeah. what they were. And that's what doesn't work. X-Files is the same. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's never a good idea. It's it, very rarely a good idea. It all boils down to one thing, and that's fan service. That's it. And fan service is usually and, just yeah, they They do it for garbage. fans, and they're like, oh, you wanted this. And it's like, did, did, did we want this? Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, you don't need... Going back to that world is enough i think you don't need to do this sure it's the constant need for nostalgia in it i think that's what it is it's like pe- fan service is basically about reliving that feeling that you had in the past by seeing the characters again and and having that nostalgic feeling come back and feeling like you are reliving it and but it's always just like a bit of a photocopy of the original oh like has fan service ever really left anyone feeling that good i mean mandalorian did it pretty well actually but if, uh, in, in generally speaking like fan service never seems to work i think if it's done for with moments it works really nicely like Endgame, i think has got a lot of nice moments and they feel like payoffs and callbacks and it makes you feel sort of like sort of like in on the i was gonna say joke but they're not always jokes but it, it's just kind of like a rewarding you for having watched the previous things and it feels like that but 
when it's full... Cartplifting Mornier is brilliant fan service. It, both, it works is... within the story, but it does serve the fans as a payoff. But that's a little different because like, that's still part of the MCU and it's still part of the same story that's being told and it's itself contained thing whereas like stuff like legolas coming back for the hobbit is like they've just gone let's get legolas back and you know people yeah. like legolas I, I was gonna say it's it, th- there's there's a there's different levels of fan service and i prefer the sort of like easter egg blink and you miss it sort of things you know marvel's really good at those like in the back of the collector's room there's like sort of hints to cosmo the space dog which if anyone had read the comics they're like oh look cool and for anyone who hasn't doesn't really matter. It doesn't change the film for them. But then, you know, if if The Hobbit had have had, like, a throwaway line written in where they sort of say that Legolas still exists and he's still around, fair enough. That's, you know, a nice little bit of fan service. And if they get it in there naturally, that's fine. However, inserting him fully into all three films and inserting him into a story where he doesn't exist just isn't needed but i wonder whether marvel are maybe partly to blame for the reason that we they're not doing small things anymore because marvel have done so much where they do like a little hint and then they build on it so like say you were saying they could just mention oh by the way there's an elf um out there somewhere and the audience go oh that's legolas because marvel have done so many ones where they go oh yeah there's if iron man went oh yeah i remember my dad talking about this um experiment he did on guys in the um world war Two. And then we see Captain America. Fans expect that now. Every little hint you get to someone being out there in the universe, mm. the fans then go, oh, that means that they are in this universe and we're going to see them at some point. And they've, they've kind of done away with little references. Everyone expects everything yeah. to mean something now. It, mm. It's a shame because like, Marvel has done so much to sort of progress comic book movies, but it's done a lot that has changed boardrooms like, and producers' perspectives on cinema particularly to the point where parts of cinema are regressing and sort of doing stuff that it's like, no, we don't need everything to have a cinematic universe. Like we don't need an animated Scooby-Doo film that then ties into (laughs) you doing a Captain Caveman film and a Blue Falcon film. It's like, we don't need it. (laughs) So we were talking about actors who shouldn't have reprised their roles. And we've decided for a little fun, Let's talk about actors who have yet to reprise roles that really shouldn't. <laughs> Please don't. Um, one for me that was, I think, be quite sad, especially the film being the film. I think it'd be quite sad to see Matthew Broderick return as Ferris Bueller. Okay, because that film is all about the young kid having his day off enjoying the fruits of almost being an adult but you're trapped within the confines of a school having a 50 year old matthew broderick bunk off work for a day to just go and do (laughs) adult things and he then looks at the camera again and lifts his eyebrows and it's like oh yeah well me and salone got divorced and it's just like i don't think that you could get a whole film out of it maybe if you do like a sketch of like they I can play they did, into. I think they did a car advert where he did it. I was gonna say maybe it's like he's doing all this stuff to try and bunk off work. He's like, oh, I'm really sick. I can't come in. And the person on the other end of the phone is like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, just take a sick day. Like he's yeah, doing all this it's... effort, and it's like it's actually quite easy now. <laughs> yeah, like what is his boss gonna go hunt him down like Edward Rooney? And and it's like, or or oh, you know what's gonna happen? Oh, it's gonna be Ed Ferris Bueller's son's day off. Yeah, that's the only. And it'll way be him, and it'll it. be him in school, and maybe Ferris is hunting him down, and it shows like how much Ferris has changed. And maybe Ferris then goes, "Well, maybe I should be a free spirit again and not be so." I can't believe I've just thought of. Or it's like his happen. son's trying all the tricks, yeah, yeah, and Ferris is it. like, "I used to pull this stuff all the time. I know what you're doing." Yeah, I've actually just conceded the sequel, and it, I hate it. <laughs> Let's hope <laughs> no Hollywood Bueller's, producers watch Ferris this. Ferris Bueller's son's day off. That's the title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What have you done, Ben? It's out. It's it's too late now. It's in the ether. <laughs> Someone move on. <laughs> Take it away. I can go for one next because it's very. It's in a very similar vein to the news that Chris Evans potentially could return as Captain America. As much as I would love to see 
more Hugh Jackman on screen as Wolverine. Please don't uh, do it. Please don't. Logan is just the perfect send-off yeah. for that character. Can it they resist so having well. him not meet the Marvel MCU people? This is what I mean. It, it It's in the similar vein to Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Yes, I think it's a shame that we'll never see him and the MCU's Reed Richards on screen together, but it's not worth ruining the characters' legacies and bringing them back. And in... In, with Logan, it's not even like a cap where you can go, oh, during his time travel he came back with this. He's Spoiler alert for Logan, he's dead. He's not coming back. <laughs> like, there's no way to work in a, oh, and actually he survived this. He got stabbed to shit and buried. Like, he's dead. Leave him be. But you know what they're going to... Multiverse. Yeah. <sighs> it's just a... Like, even Logan exists in its own little things. Even that, he's like, you know, he implies... It, the films, like, tw- about 20% of them, like, even the films other than Logan are fake. Like, and so I think you just say it's a multiverse where it, it's Hugh Jackman in the yellow outfit, in the comic outfit. No, I, he ain't coming back. I, was, I hope not. Just move he's, on. He's, he's always said sure that not. he would come back if he if uh, it meant meeting the MCU characters. I definitely don't think he should. I think and, he's definitely going to be up and, for it. For, for all the pe- <laughs> yeah, he is up for it. For all he's the, up for, for everything. For all the people out there who are like, oh, but we can't replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I can't see anyone else playing Wolverine. You never have seen anyone else playing Wolverine. Like, at, when Andrew Garfield was announced for Spider-Man, it was like, oh, well, I can't see anyone else but Tobey Maguire playing him. You'd only seen Tobey Maguire, but you've got to give other people the chance. I can't see anyone other than Adam West play Batman. He's like, you can. It's okay. Danny DeVito will do a good job. He'll he'll be all right. Danny DeVito uh, will be a great Wolverine. It's going to be fantastic. I'd love it. I wonder if it'll happen less likely now, the, the big... Cheeses of the Marvel Universe have gone. Well, Chris, we're coming back, aren't they? Chris Evans is coming back, so whatever. Maybe. <laughs> I was going to uh, say. It, are they planning on incorporating those uh, X-Men No, characters? I think they are going for a full reboot. I think it's just because Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is so popular, people are all consistently saying, well, bring him back, bring him back. And If they do multiverse and it's just Hugh Jackman playing a different Wolverine, I can make my peace with. But if they dare revive that same one i'll be fuming they just need to like say to the fans in this case we can't we don't we do we don't know how to do that and it'd be satisfying like we don't we can't work it out so no you know we'll do it but it won't make any sense and then the fans will have make lots of youtube hate videos and... <laughs> also, everyone's saying like oh i can't imagine anyone else playing wolverine marvel have not missed the mark on casting as far as i'm concerned yet they always nail who they put in the roles. So I trust them that if they cast someone new as Wolverine, they're going to be good. No, I, the, the first place I went when I was looking for like possible miscastings was the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I was like, nah, they pretty much nailed it. Yeah, like, yeah Guy a... Pearce was the best choice for yeah. Aldrich Killian. For that character, yeah. <laughs> bring that up. <laughs> Mickey Rourke was the best no. choice for Whiplash. <laughs> no, you don't need to bring these Terrence up. Terrence Howard was the best choice for, Look, okay. for War Machine. Like they play their role. They played their roles well. It's not the performances. Edward that are Norton was, was the best role for Hulk. Look, yeah. you can stop now. That was that was pre Disney. So I proved up. my point. Sorry. I think if, if Spider Man Three happens and Toby and Andrew return, anyone's on the board. Mm. To be honest, but yeah, they're not the dead. Gates are open. You know, multiverse. It's no. multiverse. No. Get them all in. No. <laughs> yeah, you them all in. <laughs> Put Hugh Jackman in Spider-Man 3, man. Well, I'll go, I'll go next. Um, so, as much as I liked this TV series, I don't think there should be another television series. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever heard of yeah, Breaking Bad? Yeah. Uh, no. uh, I'm going to uh, talk about The Queen's Gambit again. again. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Is that all right? Yeah. Uh, now, like, it's... I really enjoyed it. I think I've spoken about it before on the podcast. I, I, I loved The Queen's Gambit. It wasn't perfect, but it was uh, very entertaining, very satisfying, and it's made me get into chess, along with probably a lot of other people. Um, But I don't want it to come back for a second series, because as much as I liked the character and as much as I liked Anya Taylor-Joy's performance... um. Bringing her back would just completely... Just, for a start, it's based on a book, 
which has already kind of written its its own self-contained story. So they'd have to be making something original. And I think they probably, if they were to bring this character back, they just do what I mentioned before, where they just boil the character down to the tropes of what people want. And it's like, oh yeah, she looks at the cam, uh, she looks up <laughs> at the camera sometimes, and and uh, she takes drugs to, and she imagines things on the on the ceiling, and you know all these kind of, you know, sh- the shallow uh, outer layer of the mm. character would just be repeated, and it'd just be really tired. Um, saying that, though, I think they probably will make second series. Yeah, because if Queen's if Queen's Gambit one is Rocky four, you make Queen's <laughs> Gambit two like Rocky three. So you have the Russian she fights, maybe is her mentor now, and they fight the club <laughs> the club Lang version of the chess world, the Mister T chess world version. You just do yeah. that. The cheaters. Um, I'm just going to say this now. I'm going to look directly at the camera, and I'm talking specifically to Disney and Netflix. There is nothing wrong with a limited series. <laughs> Not everything needs a season two. Don't do two seasons of Obi-Wan. One season. Speaking of ten. Obi-Wan, can I quickly throw out, uh, I don't want Sir Alec Guinness to return as Obi-Wan. They have now dead, opened, they've opened the floodgates oh, yeah. for right. dead actors to return. Peter Cushing has returned. Some form of young Mark Hamill returned not long ago. It wouldn't <laughs> shock me if they chuck in a deep fake Alec Guinness over Hugh McGregor's face no. in this Obi-Wan show. And I just don't no, want don't it. Do uh, it depends whether they get the blessing of his sort of the family. Estate. Yeah. The estate. Why would they do that? Um, and For the family. Alex- Alec Guinness went on record multiple times before he died as saying he hugely regrets doing Star Wars. So <laughs> he brought his on- voice back. In honour of his memory, they probably shouldn't even they will. ask the estate, <laughs> or, and the estate shouldn't allow it. Well, didn't the, no George's original plan was to do that, wasn't it? In the prequels, they said we were just going to bring in Alec Guinness's face. Did they that? What? Oh, can you imagine I what that would have looked like? Then won't have I could have sworn that so I could have sworn that was a thing. George was g- gonna do it, and they couldn't do it because the tech <laughs> wasn't good enough. I think it's the button. Finger on the button. I got the deep fake button. Just the Metaclorians, George. Don't do it. No, stop. Sworn that was a thing. You didn't go far enough. Because <laughs> that that was maybe like an idea that if I'd not gone with Wolverine, I was like, I'm a little bit concerned that at some point we're gonna get the Fast and Furious trying to bring back Paul Walker in some fashion. Uh, they already kind of did. Well, they, they they did just to sort of send him off, and it was a beautiful yeah. send off. It was a really nice way to like end it. And then yeah. I'm just worried that at some point they're going to run out of ideas and go, uh... yeah, come on, we'll bring him back. We we could do that. It's like, just, I, don't, if, I like, don't think they will. I'm just a. There's something in the back of my head that's like, oh, but what if? What if they did I try think they it? Will. I think it, when it's the last film, they'll do like the final scenes, and it'll have they'll have like a the back of his head, you know, and it'll be his brother. They'll do that. Because the only thing that makes me think they won't do it is I know how like Vin Diesel was like. T- I think he took his death quite hard, and knowing uh, how much sort of creative control he has with these films. I've got a feeling he would put his foot down and say no. Okay. So we're all fans of the face app, app right? <laughs> yeah. um, it's only a matter of time, I reckon, before like we're talking about actors being put back into their, you know, dead actors being put back into their films or sequels or whatever. It's only a matter of time before we, as you know, the general public, get to pay for a service where we're putting full films and it's seamless. I reckon that's that's definitely in the future. Scan your face into a computer. Oh, I think that's and you can a be, shout. It's a bit of fun, you, that. You can be any character, you know, from any any movie. Well, um, I guess. Sorry, Christian, what was yours? We went. We totally went off on a huge tangent. <laughs> it's fine. Like it's it's an interesting tangent to go off. Mm. Um, but mine, I'm gonna dog on Michael Fassbender again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, do Assassin's Creed. Don't do Assassin's Creed Two. Stop doing <laughs> movies that are beneath you. Don't come back for it. I will never get over it. <laughs> never. <laughs> it still hurts. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, if it was a better film, 
They could absolutely do, because that's what they do with the games. The first three are all Desmond going back into different bodies. So Ezio and Connor and Altair all look like Desmond. So there's a, it's a great scope to do it. Just do it better. Just do it where more than 15 minutes of the film is actually set in the past. <laughs> I have a question for Christian. Go on then. How do you how do you feel if Sarah Michelle Geller returned as Buffy, or any of them? Hmm. Because people, I think I know the actor for Angel was like, I'm literally too old because <laughs> my character's yeah. ageless. Like him and Spike can't come back. Like Xander and Willow. I don't know to be honest. Like it would depend on the context because the the last thing I can remember them bringing. Buffy back for that I saw was she was in one of the Call of Duty zombie packs. <laughs> they had nice. Sarah Michelle Gellar come in and do stuff for that and they had her as Buffy because it was her and Robert England as Freddy and... Quick question. Are oh. there zombies in Buffy at any point? Uh, no. <laughs> so it makes no sense. No, kind of, maybe... There's there's some things that could be considered zombies. That I don't think they ever actively refer to them. That's as such a weird character to put in then. Like there's so many famous zombie fighters in films. Why would you not go to them before you go to Buffy and it, Jason? Like David Tennant's in one. It, it, yeah, it was because it was because <laughs> but not it as was his for character. it it was for actors who were famous for being in horror films. Oh, okay. And then they were all fighting against zombies, and there was a giant George A. Romero zombie <laughs> going around with a floodlight that would hit them. Okay. Okay, it, that sounds... It was a very strange DLC. How would we feel about um, people like actors returning to the well? Like, is Jim Carrey too old to do Ace Ventura? Absolutely. No. Don't don't do another. Don't do. Another oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying I don't think he's too old to be able to do it. I think I he could think... still give a good performance, but I'm not saying I, we I need think, another film. I, I, yeah, I think he, I think he could, but don't like. He shouldn't return to any of his old projects now because he's busy with Sonic. It, it won't be the same. <laughs> he should do. And, a and he's busy show with support. Sonic, obviously. Yeah, Truman Show. Of all of them, maybe Truman Show. Truman the Show Two, Electric ending. Boogaloo. Truman Show. To a film. And he comes back, and we see actually how he how he was happier in Truman's world, and he just gets depressed in the real world, and ends up um, going on a murder spree, oh. becomes a serial killer. Oh, wow! Um... I'll cut that. I'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like because I've, I've seen sort of like joke pitches for what the Truman sequel could be, and it's that it's all one massive fake, and he gets out, and then thinks he's in the real world, but it's an even bigger dome. Yeah. And it's like the they do the show. fake out. They let him get out the first one so they would never expect a second one. Show within a show. Shit. Oh, my God. But yeah, speaking of Buffy, though, if you're going to bring Sarah Michelle Gellar back for anything, we got to get a third Scooby-Doo movie with the whole gang back. Well, I do want a third Scooby-Doo. Yeah, come on. Come on. Now. Just give me come more on. Matthew Lillard as Shaggy now. Also, uh, <laughs> an, another, another plea to another actor to not come back. Please, Sir Ben Kingsley, do not come back do it, into do anything it, do to do it, with do the it, MCU. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do not come back at all, please. No more Trevor Slattery. And like, there's things like movies like that really end well, like movies like Inception, where it ends pseudo, not really ambiguously on his on his character. You don't want characters like that mm. to return, and that it, ended quite that ended well and like I don't know how I'd feel about again like even like we're talking we talked about Michael Keaton earlier is Batman coming back should he come back as Beetlejuice is that a thing should that uh, not happen uh, really apparently Beetlejuice is happening like just stop making films also, I reckon yeah. just shut it down also, we've peaked just you know what <laughs> I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw one more out there just because it's it's on the in the same vein as a character who died and they are now bringing back Sigourney Weaver is confirmed for Avatar two. Why? Is, Clones. Isn't she, yeah, I don't. I don't that know magic. enough about. I don't remember enough about Avatar. Well, to... it was like she died and they tried to do the permanent putting her yeah, in the Avatar tra- body thing. They tried to put her in the Avatar, but it body didn't work. Couldn't. It didn't take. But now she's it back. Didn't take. <laughs> it didn't take. But now she's back. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it just... Right. I, 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 they're, they're definitely going to have her, like you said earlier, Dan, they're, they're going to have like a Kenny from South Park where she's just going to die every film. They're going <laughs> to yeah, fail yeah. to bring her back. And then in the next film, she's just going to turn up. 
yeah. <laughs> oh god. Should we about uh, wrap it up there, yeah, lads? Oh, I think we've had a I think we've basically had a great little therapy session about why, <laughs> like, modern films are a bit. It's almost a bit tortuous. A little bit this whole nostalgia thing and playing at your heartstrings of a happier time to try and escape from the horrible world we live in. However, <laughs> um, if Kurt Russell came back as Snake Pliskin or Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China, I'd be all in on that. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see an older Kurt Russell return as Jack and Snake Pliskin. Should we end it there, lads? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, we yeah. Stay tuned uh, next week, maybe for the crawl special. I'll. Are you just gonna tease us every week now? <laughs> it's in the pipeline. It. I'll keep pitching it. Um, it's coming. It is coming. So, thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> I hope you found this as therapeutic as we did. Let us know down below if there's any other people you think should not have returned and should never return. Please. Please don't say us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, and you losers. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. If you do like the video, comment down below. Stay tuned and for more. Bell icon, bell icon. Bell icon, all that stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye. See you guys. Bye bye. Bye-bye.